peace of our Lord be with you. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. Even though we know that those words, like most of the words in the Sermon on the Mount, are not to be taken literally, We also know that to take them seriously is to hear in Jesus' words about words a stern and severe call to the most careful speech of all. Speech that is so careful to be so clear plain and truthful that it never needs any extra anything to punctuate it. No swearing or vowing, no promises or oaths or anything. Just yes, yes. Or, no, no. The simple, clear truth, plainly, clearly spoken, speech which is content to operate within the boundaries Jesus established for his followers when Jesus said, Let your word be yes or no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, in my experience, that way of life and speech is an enormously difficult discipline one at which I consistently continue to fail more often than I succeed. And I think I know at least a part of the reason why that kind of rigorously careful speech is so elusive for so many, myself included, I'm sure there are many reasons why that degree of careful speech is difficult for so many of us. But perhaps one of those reasons is that many of us learned very early in life, in childhood, or perhaps as adolescents, to make our way through life by using words in ways which work to our advantage. For as long as many of us can remember, 
We have been making it through life by using the tactics and strategies of exaggeration, sarcasm, relentless teasing, verbal bullying, smooth spinning. It's how we learned early in life to make our point, to advance our agenda, to win our argument, to manage people, to control outcomes, and just generally make it through life. And then along comes Jesus in this morning's lesson from Matthew with his stern standard. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than that is from the evil one. And even though, yes, we know, it's not to be taken literally. Just to take it seriously would be a life-altering spiritual discipline for many of us. And because that kind of speech is truly a spiritual discipline, in part, it is the work of the Holy Spirit to bring it to pass within us. But, like all skills, this is one of those skills at which we get better the same way we get better at other skills and crafts. We get better at rigorously truthful, meticulously careful, consistently thoughtful speech the same way we get better at playing a piano, hitting a baseball, cake baking, brick laying, pottery, surgery, archery, calligraphy, Ballet, I'm done. <laughs> By practicing. As the great thinker and spiritual writer Evelyn Underhill once said, we must reach for what we do not have by the faithful practice of what we do have. So, what we do not yet have is a life of thoughtful, mindful speech. But we reach for that life, which we do not yet have, by the faithful practice of what we do have, which is the longing to live and speak and be that way, because finally, honestly, this is about so much more than how we speak.
isn't it? This is really about how we are. One small but significant step on that long, slow journey to a life of mindful, thoughtful, careful speech might be for us to memorize Matthew 5.37. Let your word be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. Sounds awfully simple and maybe even simplistic, I know, but if we could just get those words down there in the reservoir of our memory and spirit, we might discover that at some point they might eventually actually start getting in our way. For example, we're about to jump into a conversation with our bit of information which is really going to impress our friends. But then, it hits us that this is graceless speech. That we're talking about someone else's real pain and life. As though it were an episode from a Lifetime movie. So, we just don't say it. Sometimes, even stopping in mid-sentence and then having to explain to everybody why we stopped in mid-sentence. Or, maybe we're about to make our contribution to that great wireless wonder of boundaryless speech, Facebook. But first, we pause long enough to ask ourselves, Am I about to release into the world a helpful word of grace and truth or just more syllables of sarcasm which will only add to the already overwrought volume of vitriol which is poisoning this planet? It isn't easy, of course, to make those kinds of changes for many reasons. One of which is that our family and friends have grown accustomed to us using words in a certain way. So now, even if we get up every morning and really want to change, it's almost impossible to change. Because everybody who knows us just expects us to use words in a certain way. So if we start confronting things that are not true, 
and refusing to talk about people in their absence in ways we would never talk about them in their presence. And being careful not to manipulate or exaggerate even when it would make our point or work to our advantage. Eventually, someone who has long known us may say to us, you seem different. And then we might have to say something really awkward like, well, actually, I have recently decided to try to practice becoming a person of more mindful, thoughtful, careful speech. Because I have come to believe that to live in that more truthful way is a part of what it means to live as a Christian in this world. And then they might say, is that as difficult as it sounds? To which we will say, yes, yes. And then they might say, well, if it's that difficult of a discipline, do you think you might eventually give up on it? To which we, of course, will say, no, no. And that's all. Amen.